Hey guys. Hello everybody. Welcome to another week of Griffin Unfiltered. The Griffin Unfiltered. And we have some unfiltered news for you. Oh yeah, what's that? I quit my job. Ooh, tell us the unfiltered version. Uh, I don't think I legally can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Really, really glad. So over it. So done. I have been unhappy at my job for a long time and felt like, ugh, just no, just no. Not just no. And I had a friend today, it was so funny, tagged me on Instagram in this post that said this is how the different Enneagram types quit their job. So like one through nine. And she was like, wow, your wing eight really came out strong with this one. Because um, on the Enneagram types, when they quit their job, the eight um, had like all their stuff in a box and just said, well, I'm quitting today. I'm leaving. It's definitely not me. It's you. Uh, no, I'm, I don't do two weeks, so I'm, I'm leaving now. And I was like, whoa, that is exactly how it happened. She was so right. Our dog is being so annoying right now. Go to your bed. Go to your bed. Crazy. What did my Enneagram type say? How I would put it. <laughs> it's funny that you ask, cause like, you know that I pay attention to every post about Enneagram. I pay attention to Mine my type. Mine probably said like, you brought your, your you brought your boss cookies, apologize, yes. and then quit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it said. And it said, um, I have a uh, handmade charm necklaces to give to my supervisors and then I'll head out. But, so mine? Yeah, but everything you said too, like all that. <laughs> That's weird. Um, yeah, it was really funny. So yeah, I am just I'm free. I feel free. I am a new woman. I'm so excited for the future. I and we'll get more into that and like just the spiritual and soul beliefs and stuff that I've been going through that kind of led me to quit my job and quit ministry in general. Um, I've been working with doing ministry in some capacity for like 10 years and uh, you're just tired. That too. It's exhausting. (laughs) It's a long time. You're constantly pouring out your heart and giving to others and not necessarily getting it back. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, that's the hot tea. Um, so what's next on the journey of Julia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's a surprise to you and me both. I think you should probably take two weeks off. Well, yeah. Right now I'm just <laughs> at home pretending to be a stay-at-home mom before I start my new job. But um, it's pretty exciting. I have, um, I've gotten a couple job offers in the last couple weeks, so I've felt kind of popular and it's really given me my choice of where I want to be so um that is quite the luxury yeah it's it's pretty cool I'm pretty excited everybody wants a piece of that ass whoa (laughs) (laughs) I don't think HR would like that that's very inappropriate look it over it (laughs) um uh no I'm saying like the boss can't tell HR like let's hire that one she has a great ass (laughs) the figure of speech I know so what are you drinking? Um, warm milk. What kind of milk? Warm coconut milk. Why is it warm? Because I have cookies. Why is it warm with cookies? I've never had warm milk Because that cookies. sounds amazing. I don't know. Because cold coconut milk is cold. This is kind of like, <laughs> it's like hot tea. Hmm. And we're spilling the hot tea. Ooh, Actually, I think our next, I think our next episode about religion is probably going to be a lot hotter. But... I'm having warm milk, warm coconut milk and cookies. The cookies are really good. They're gluten-free. Tate's Bake Shop makes really good gluten-free cookies. I just recently discovered their coconut crisp cookie. It's so good. I love how sugary it tastes. 
Yeah. Like it literally tastes like you're chewing on sugar. Well, that's not good. <laughs> that's not healthy. They're very like brown sugary. I didn't say they weren't healthy. I said they taste like that. So it's perfect when something tastes like that, but it's not that. I hope everyone can't hear me crunching. It's going to be like that ASMR. <laughs> what the hell is that? ASMR. It's where people watch videos of other people eating because of the... Re- they, there's people who like it relaxes your brain on some weird like level the sounds of people eating so people get really like up close to the microphone and then they eat foods like chips and popcorn and pasta and slurp and chew and like the sounds of that really up close they're supposed to be relaxing and i can't imagine anything worse i hate chewing sounds eric looks so disgusted right now that would (laughs) no that was awesome. Oh, bitch. So she dipped her cookie into her oh, milk. Oh, no. And then told that story. The milk made the cookie very soggy, and then the cookie crumbled oh, into no. her milk into a million pieces. It just disappeared. Anyways, what you it's were like getting the Titanic. at is that that would be the ultimate form of torture for me. I would be... I don't think I could deal with it for 10 minutes. I know. Like I don't my, think you my, could either. My biggest pet peeve is, like, chewing with your mouth open, slurping, slapping, crunching, like... I need to put headphones in or something. It drives me (laughs) fucking crazy. On that note, I got my 23andMe results back because you got that for for me for Christmas. Oh my gosh. It would be such a fun podcast to go through the results because some of them are crazy. That would be pretty cool. Some of the things that they test are crazy. Um, But, uh, oh, there's something that they tested was genetically if you are more prone to be annoyed by chewing sounds. It's like in your genetics. Mm. And mine said that, yeah, I was. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I, know. I don't feel like you've, you've ever mentioned that or like get annoyed. Maybe I just chew quietly. I annoy I just... myself in my office if I'm eating like a cookie or something like you're eating right now. I literally sit there and be like, you're being too fucking loud. Shut up. Well, it always sounds louder to you when you're chewing it. Especially in a quiet office. But I annoy myself more. Like, I've, I've messaged people and be like, can you hear me chewing? Because I'm <laughs> annoying myself. Oh, babe. Well, now you know it's a neurological problem. It's in your genes. Um, uh, what are you drinking? I was going to say, thanks for asking. I am drinking the oldest distillery whiskey in the united states what is that buffalo trace Mmm, fancy it's delicious it's the best whiskey i've ever had it's a bourbon it's bomb i sip it or i chug it or i shoot it you shoot it like a shot oh shoot it <laughs> you meant like shoot it yeah. up yeah i uh hold the bottle up and shoot it with my gun no shoot it in your veins like a drug oh that'd be crazy that would hurt You'd probably that, die. Probably. You'd probably die. I don't know. Want to try it? <laughs> People can put heroin in their veins. I'm sure whiskey's probably healthier than that. Um, I guess we'll never know. No, I, I'm not. probably going to Google that. I thought I was petting the dog and I'm petting your fluffy foot. <laughs> <laughs> my slippers are so fluffy. She just put it on my leg and I thought it was the dog's head. And I'm sitting over here petting it for five minutes and <laughs> it's a slipper. You are petting my slipper. There we go. Um, uh, do you want to talk about, like, some uh, lows and some high points from this past week? Because there's a few. Ooh, lows and highs. What are you feeling? Tell me. Ew, now my milk is, like, half cookie. That's the best part. Have you ever had Oreos and milk? No, it's like... And then you drink it at the end, and it's like drinking an Oreo shake. 
Oh my god, I would not drink this at the end. That's so gross. All the cookie particles are in there. That's the best part. You're That's like drinking your bath water after you bathe in it and all your little body parts are in there. It'd probably be weird because it's warm. All the like flakes of dead skin and warm water. <clears throat> that reminds me of drinking dirty bath water. I would never. That's the best part. Anyways, so the way I eat Oreos is I get a glass of milk. I put like eight Oreos in there and then I put a spoon in there. And I wait like a minute, maybe two minutes, and then I grab the Oreos one by one, and it is a heaven on earth. It's disturbing. It's amazing. Oh, by the way, they have gluten-free Oreos now. You eat- And they're just as good as normal Oreos. They are. You eat Oreos like a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Oreo O's? It's literally Oreo cereal. How did you even come up with that? Are you like a drunk frat boy? I didn't like getting my fingers dirty. Or like touch, oh, have my fingers touching wow. the milk. Oh, wow. And now everything makes sense. I'm the same way with nachos. I don't like it when my fingers touch the cheese. Yeah, that actually makes so much sense to me. You are like a very clean person. Okay. All right. I see it now. All right. So, highs and lows. <laughs> what is your high? Uh, uh, probably being free and off of work. Quitting, quitting my job. job. Having some time off. This week I just get to hang out with Olivia, keep the house clean, make dinner. It's been, I would say it's been pretty chill, but she's actually been going through a leap and she's kind of crazy right now. So it hasn't been like that chill. She likes to scream if I'm not within an arm's reach, um, which I guess it's good that I'm home for that. But uh, yeah, probably my high is just having free time. I don't feel like I've had free time in so long. Wait, I guess I was just on maternity leave like two months ago. Anyways. <laughs> That's just so free though. You're so busy. Being yeah. A new mom. It's just nice. It's nice having, I needed time to decompress from my last job before starting my next job. So that's definitely been nice. And, I, and oh my gosh. Okay. Another high is watching our show together. What show is that? I don't even like have to explain it because we're on the same page. Um, we started watching Good Girls on Netflix. There's three seasons and we started watching from the first season and we've been binging it every night. We watch like between one and four ep- episodes, depending on what kind of night it is. You want to stay up late and watch it after the podcast? Hell yeah. I had a baby crying on me all day. That sounds all right. amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a really good show. It's super addicting. It's really interesting. What's and I was about? really proud of myself because I found it and got Eric into it and normally that's not how it goes normally if i find a show and i kind of introduce him to it he's like oh yeah cute <laughs> i don't know there's been you a were couple. hooked there's been a couple i really like that polygamy show that you stopped watching oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i really liked that prison show that you found oh that's wait did i yeah. oh yeah that's I true think more often than not i like the shows and then you don't <laughs> i don't like the shows that you show me because they're just like they're really boring where it's like about the government or some weird spy, or it's like, God, it's like Marvel stuff all over the place, and I don't like superhero things. Mar- Marvel everywhere, so you don't like The Walking Dead, you don't like Game of Thrones, you don't like, what else do you say? Oh, House of Cards, you don't like Madam Secretary. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, correct, correct, judge me if you will. Anyways, I'm really excited to watch Good Girls tonight. What's your high? My high is door dashing. Mm. Actually... It's the reason that I'm door dashing, and I'm really excited that you came up with the idea of replacing the floors in the living room. 
I'm so good, you guys, at coming up with projects and then coming up with, like, ways to accomplish it that makes it fun or, like, a savings incentive where it's like, hey, I really want to let's make an awesome backyard space for us, like a cool, entertaining patio barbecue area, and let's try to save up all the money for it in a month and see, like, how much we can get to do our project. Like, I don't know. I'm just really incentivized as a person or, like, when I came up with our 100 mile challenge yeah i just love stuff like that i do too so anyways we're replacing the hardwood in our living room and our entryway it is this pale pine colored really cheap it's really orange orangey hardwood and i remember when we bought the house i was standing in the living room with the realtor and i said i just hate this floor and he was like well you could always replace the floor later we've been here two and a half years the floor hasn't been like a real critical point we read on the bathroom we've read on the kitchen we've redone a ton of stuff and now the floors is literally like trying starting to peel up the laminate in certain areas it's just so gross so i told eric oh my gosh we've been door dashing making like 200 dollars a week what if we saved up for a couple weeks and put all of our earnings just towards getting floors it's like 900 dollars to get the nice laminate and that's totally doable DoorDash. We'll probably have it in a couple weeks. So I'm super excited for the project. And I've been wanting a new project to do anyways. So I'm very excited to lay some new floors and remodel our downstairs bathroom. So much that I have made $200 in seven and a half hours in the last two nights. Yeah, he's gone out two nights, 200 bucks. DoorDash is where it's at. We have been getting so much extra spending money and it's been so awesome. If I really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, I could do DoorDash. You could. Like you said, though, I think if it was your full-time job, it might get kind of old It would get old and... having to go out like five days a week for mm-hmm. sure. And that's why I don't know if I'd want to fully do that. I kind of like having something more dependable, like a job where you just show up and you know what you're going to be doing. Yeah. But. It's really cool. It is possible to make a living yeah. on DoorDash. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, so... I did love that you can. Literally go out and make some extra money. Like today I worked a nine hour shift and then I went out for three and a half hours Mm -hmm. and made a hundred bucks. It's awesome. On top of what I already made. And that's what's so nice is in the past with our projects, we had to put aside money from our paychecks for, to save for, or like take money out of savings for things. But with this, it's just extra money on top of your paycheck. So it's so nice because you don't have to be like, okay, I'm going to take 150 out of each paycheck and blah, blah, blah. It's just, I'm going to go make extra money on top of my paycheck that has to be, you know, used on bills and groceries and other stuff. It's so nice because it like doesn't really hurt you in any way. Mm -hmm. And it just is so much easier to get projects done. So we're going to take all the money that we make DoorDashing for the next four weeks and redo our downstairs and our downstairs bathroom and the floors. And I'm super excited um, and after that, we're going to be putting our DoorDash money towards our summer vacation. Vacation. So excited. I haven't been on vacation in like a year and a half. Uh, where was that? Where was I? I don't even remember what it was. The only thing It was like way was before COVID. We went to the Bay Area before the baby was here for like two nights. We went on a wine tasting trip last January. And the trip before that was Lake Tahoe. Like two yeah. falls we, we really ago. We done like a big vacation of or anything. COVID. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to do a beach house with my fam. It's going to be awesome. Um, What is your low from this week? Delivering to a hotel? 
Yes. Milo <laughs> is also DoorDash. <laughs> so apartments suck ass because yeah. you have to drive around and look at the buildings and try to find the numbers. They're not always lit up. The dumbass people don't always list apartment numbers and they don't always list gate codes. Mm. So sometimes you're stuck there for 20 minutes trying to call these people and that sucks. But today I had a hotel. I had a Marriott and I had to go inside, go up an elevator, find this guy's room, find the guy, knock on the door and hand it to him. And it was just so inconvenient. (laughs) I just can't take you seriously. It's like free money. Yeah, I'm very thankful for the money. But trying to find parking in a full hotel. No, I feel yeah. I don't mind the hotels. I hate apartments. I feel like it always takes you to some apartment where the buildings aren't labeled. There's no lights. There's some weird dog barking. And there's 18,000 buildings. Yes. And you're just standing there with some damn tacos and nowhere to go. Agreed. It's so stressful. Um, What is your low? Um, probably that Olivia has been not feeling great. So she's been really fussy, um, and taking a little bit more energy. So that's just been super tiring. And what? We remodeled the nursery. That's a high. Oh, it looks so good now. It looks so good. I posted a picture on my Insta stories on Mrs. Griffin Eats because it's so cute. It only took five months of her being alive to get the nursery perfect, but it looks super cute now and it's set up nicely and I love it. I dig it. It's way more inviting and it flows a lot better. It really does. It looks so much better. So today's topic, I was on a walk tonight, guys. Um, Eric was outdoor dashing and I wanted to go out with the baby and get some fresh air and it, the sun was kind of going down, but it was still light out. And so I knew that the sun wouldn't be like in her face because that's like the hard part of going on walks during the day is the sun like blasts her. So we went on a walk and I found myself having some major anxiety. Anytime a car would drive by, I would wonder if they were going to like shoot us or like attack me or like steal my baby or like random dudes would like bike by us or like run past us or whatever. There was like a car that peeled out and I kept just like where you're like hyper aware, you know, of your surroundings, like your senses are heightened. Sounds like the mama bear in you. I think it's that. And then I was also like, why am I so anxious right now? And I realized it's because of the story we're going to tell tonight. Ooh, we're going to tell a story. We're going to tell a juicy story. Is it a mystery? Mm, probably more like a horror drama. Ooh, horror drama. I'm so intrigued. <laughs> but before we start our matinee for the evening, I would like to advise you to take a penny on your walks and it will help with that anxiety because she's a big scary black dog. That's actually so smart. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Like Peanut can stay here. Literally have a German <laughs> Shepherd. Brilliant, babe. Brilliant. There you go. Mom brain. I fix things. Yeah. Even though she isn't actually a mean dog, and I know that she would be more scared of someone attacking us, like she would run away scared, they don't know that. If you want the mean dog, take Peanut. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a dick. Yeah. (laughs) I, I seriously think Penny would fuck somebody up if she had to. Like if you were actually threatened and someone tried to touch her baby... She would rip somebody's face off. She's pretty defensive of that baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. I'll take her. Um, okay. 
So, dun, dun, dun. tonight we're talking about dun, dun. the time dun, dun, dun. I was almost pregnant. Are you going to do the dun dun duns? Oh, sorry. I was waiting for the <laughs> drama. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Kidnapped. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I was almost abducted. Everybody listen. She was almost kidnapped. Yeah. This is like for all the true crime lovers. Ooh, CSI. Mm-hmm. Open up an investigation. Take a drink of my water before I get into this. Okay. Was it only one thing? Well, then there is that weird thing that happened. We'll get into the second one. The weird thing that happened at this time. My head is spinning. I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> Did you? Okay, this is what's crazy. You told me when I was bringing up the subject for the podcast tonight that you'd never heard this story. Is that true? I don't know. How do you not know? Were you with Casey? Yeah. I remember. Okay. All right. So, I was almost abducted slash kidnapped when I was 10 years old, you guys. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this is like before true crime was cool. Okay, I think we're good. Thank you. You can turn it off now. <laughs> um, okay, so should I just like start telling the story? Are you going to ask me questions? I feel like I need to be interviewed like I'm on Oprah. How old were you when this happened? I just said I was 10. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything under my seat? What? You said Oprah. She always puts stuff under the seat. That's Ellen. Oprah does it too. Oprah originated it. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so I was 10 years old. I'm just going to start from the beginning. Me and my cousin, we used to be inseparable. We hung out all the time. We did everything together. So we were hanging out in my house, in my parents' house. I grew up in El Dorado Hills. Super nice neighborhood. Everyone's rich. Very boring place. We. Well, that was before it was like super ritzy, right? No, it was. Was it still then? Yeah. We decided to, because when you're 10, you can't drive, you have no car. So if you want to hang out with someone or go shopping, you have to walk there. So we were like, oh my gosh, let's go see my friend Kristen. She lives right down the street. Like, uh, we all lived in courts and off this main street. And so her court was like three courts away from ours. So maybe like a half a mile down the street. So we're like, let's just walk there. So we walk there. We have a good time. We're hanging out with Kristen, blah, blah, blah. Then we're like, hmm, we should go home. Okay? So me and my cousin. After hanging out? After hanging out. How long were you hanging out? I don't know. What time of night was oh, it when you were my. walking back? You're a terrible interviewer. No, you're just terrible at answering <laughs> questions. These are all very valid details. Uh, you need to paint it was a still, picture. Okay, okay, okay. I feel what like did I... you do at Kristen's house? Okay, that's not important. I don't know. Probably we painted each other's nails or something. Okay, so you were probably pretty... Um... Hyped up on girl time. Unable to move your hands because your fingernails were <laughs> No! You're ruining the story. So we left. It was still daylight. It was probably like 5 o'clock. I think we we're going home to my parents to have dinner or something like that. So we're walking along the street. It's a main kind of like, it's a main street. and But there's no one out at this point. No cars, no anybody. So we're walking, we're walking, we're about halfway there. So we're maybe like one court away from my, from my court. And 
I see this guy and he drives past us in the same way that we're walking. So like the same direction. And I look over and I've always been like a really intuitive person. And I was a really like intuitive kid, like non-spiritual persons call it psychic. Spiritual people call it prophetic, but I just can like feel things. I've like, there's been weird times where I just knew something was going to happen. So I look at this guy and I was like, he looks like evil super weird thought to have when you're 10 but I was just like I, I could just like see darkness do you so, remember what he looked like um not really do you remember the kind of car he was driving yeah so it was this red old beat up like I will never forget it I I think what oh my oh my god okay guys this is straight up like a counseling session you know I was having so much anxiety on the drive tonight because at the or on the walk at the beginning of the walk I saw a guy drive by in what looked like the exact same car that this all happened with the exact same little red like beat up where kind of half the paint is peeling like a little Celica type of a car a little two-door and I saw this guy on the walk driving a car like that that oh my gosh it was like a total trigger trauma triggers guys they're real that's crazy so anyways so we're, <clears throat> we're walking, this guy drives alongside of us, going the same way, the direction. In this little red car, he looks over at us, and that's kind of when I had this moment of like, this is, this is evil, this man is evil. Um, he just gave us this really creepy look, like very intense and very perverted. And so we're walking, we're walking, and he does a U-turn, maybe about 500 feet in front of us. And now he's coming directly at us. And um, I, I, it was just, I don't know, we just knew that something was wrong. And so I was like, Casey, I think he's coming after us. So we jumped into, we were right next to a court. We were at the court that was one court, oh, like, the court right next to my family's court where our house was. So we were at the other one. So there was a house and they had like bushes, like hedges in the front. They were kind of protecting the house, like from the street view. So we run and we hide behind these hedges and we just like duck down because we didn't know what else to do. Like you're a kid. It was too far to run to my house. We couldn't go back to Kristen's house And he was in his car on the street, so he would just follow us and be faster than we were anyways, like if we were to try to outrun him. And so we were were in the bushes, and I kind of had this thought of like, it was probably nothing. Maybe he was just doing a U-turn and he's going to drive away, you know, and then we'll just get out of the bushes and keep walking home. But all of a sudden, we're behind the bushes, and I hear a car door close. So he gets out of his car, closes the car door. I can't see him because I'm behind this hedge, but we're probably only like six feet apart from him. And I hear him whisper, you guys, he whispers to us, I'm going to find you. How fucking creepy is that? I really hope that guy's in jail. He just whispered, I'm going to find you. So me and Casey book it to a house in the court so hold on hold on what happened after he said that we fucking ran away like he's six feet away from you and you pop up like a rabbit and run he's literally on the other side of the hedge so probably like three feet away so we saw you guys get up and run and he could have just like reached around and grabbed us like he was getting closer and obviously was gonna take us and so we booked it 
I don't know why he didn't run after us, like, because he could have probably caught up to us, but we ran as fast as we could to a house that was in that court, and thank God we ran up to the front door, busted open the front door, and ran in and started screaming, and this mom with her little baby came running down the stairs and was like, what's happening? What is going on? It was a stranger, like literally a stranger. We ran into her house. Thank God the front door was open, you guys, because he could have, he probably drove up the court and would have just grabbed us so scary. So we run into this person's house. We say there's a man who tried to get us. He's right outside. He came after us. We gave her this description. They call the cops. The husband uh, immediately runs out, jumps in his car and goes out and tries to find this guy, tries to like chase down the car, never found him. Um, we tried to tell the cops, but they asked stuff like, what's the license plate number? And you're like, I don't fucking know. I was just, I was trying, just trying to, to right, try not to die, you know? And then this is what's crazy. You guys, we walked to my parent, walked to my parents' house. Maybe they gave us a ride. They probably gave us a ride. It was like one quarter away. So, you know, thousand feet, whatever. So they drive us home. We walk in like nothing happened. And my mom goes, Hey guys, how was your play date? And I was like, we were almost abducted, lady. It was so crazy. Isn't that scary? That makes me never want to like let Olivia go anywhere or walk anywhere. Or walk anywhere. So, anyways, that's why I still to this day get anxiety when I'm walking. And almost every I would say every car that ever drives by me, if I'm walking by my, if you're not with me, that's why I like going on like family walks. If I'm just by myself or like with me in the stroller, I look at every single car that drives by. I'm never just like lost in a podcast, not paying attention. Every single person, I look at them and see what kind of person they are, if they seem like a threat. Um, That's why eye contact is so big too. Like if you make eye contact with somebody, it shows confidence. And they're probably not going to fuck with you. Yeah. But if you're looking down and looking away, it shows like tenderness and yeah. like almost exposes weakness. I bought pepper spray um, probably two years ago before for my... Before this big intimidating dog. Before Penny. But I used to run a lot more, like going jogs around the neighborhood. And I was like, I am not trying to die today by myself on some run when I think it's like a beautiful sunshiny day and the birds are chirping and then Julia dies. So I started bringing pepper spray with me. I don't know if it actually works. I've never tested it because I'm so scared that I would, like, accidentally spray myself or the fumes would, like, float into my face. You want to test it on me on the next podcast? Oh, my God. Would you really let me do that? I don't know. Think about it. That would be awesome and terrible. I don't know if I could do that to you. You're too, you're too precious to me. I've always been curious what it was like. Brett, Brett showed me a video when he got shot. Police officers and military have to do it. Yeah. He, when he was doing his military training, he showed me a video of when he got shot with it. And he had to, like, do it and then, like, fight through a bunch of, like, people and stuff to, like... Yeah. It would really clear your sinuses. I've been having allergies. I've heard that you just drip everything from every... Yeah, probably. ...place. It'd be quite the experience. I mean, maybe we should put a vote on my stories. Let's do it. Sure, why not? Let's do a vote. Okay. Oh, my God. 
Um, anyways, so that's so crazy, you guys. And I still have it to this day, this fear that someone's going to just pop out and get me. Um, and the other thing that I always do, you'll have to let me know, like, if you're a woman, if you do this too. Because not only do I look at every car, I'm never just like, hmm, don't know what that truck, who's in that truck. Um, I look at every person who drives by me, but I also am always aware of where I would, this probably is like a trauma thing. I think I need therapy. Um, I always am aware of like where I would run or where I would escape to or where I'd go for help every single time. Even if I go to the mailbox, if I go on a walk around the court, if I go around the street, if I go to the store and back, I'm always aware of where I'd run. So I'm always very aware of people with their garages open, if someone's out gardening, if there's a kid biking, if someone has their windows open, I'm always aware. And I like keep my, um my point so like I'll find a like as I'm walking I'll see a garage that's open and I'd be like okay that's where I'd run and then after I get like a little bit further away from it where I'm like oh that'd be kind of hard to get to that place I find another one where I'm like I'd go here so I always have like a plan of escape I think that's pretty normal yeah yeah I definitely think of not necessarily non-stop but like maybe more of like if I had a fight like would I grab a stick? Would I throw the stroller? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like scenarios. Mm-hmm. I think I need to start But I also look spray. at every single person, too. Like, cars driving by. Like, mm-hmm. it might look at me being, like, a dick and mean mugging people, but I literally look at every single person that I come in contact with. Sam. Yeah. And then, I mean, I could share the other story. It's not quite as juicy, but it was sketchy as hell. Ooh, another one. It was so sketchy. I was here for that one. No, you weren't. I was at work. I drove down there after to try to find the person. Did you really? Yeah. I don't remember that. You can you can fill in the details because I don't remember everything. What's crazy with these situations, and I can see why people are so into true crime, is they happen so quickly. And you're not sitting there thinking through your options and what you should do. It just happens. And so it's like if you watch true crime, it's almost like you're preparing yourself in advance to make these split second decisions and to be like, okay, never go to the, never go into the forest, always run towards the people or whatever it may be. Like you're getting knowledgeable about what you do because it just happens so quick. Um, okay. I used to work at this Italian restaurant in college, still the best Italian food I've ever had. We wanted to go there on Valentine's day and it was too busy. So I'm really sad about that. We'll have to go soon. That sounds amazing. Anyways. Um, I worked there in college and I worked night shifts like most servers do. And so I would normally work from like five to 10 or 11 PM. This was in Folsom and it's not like in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's a really populated area and even the restaurant was in a pretty popular parking lot. Right in the middle. Right in the middle of Folsom. There's a, yeah, lots of stuff like going on, but at night there's just not as many people around because a lot of places are closed at that point. And so I was leaving a shift and I was probably clocked out at like 1030 or something Grab my purse, grab my tips, grab my food to go, because, like, hashtag penne a la vodka is everything. And <clears throat> I'm walking towards my car, and like I said, I'm always aware of what's going on, where I am, who looks sketchy, because I never want to be in a situation where I could be abducted again. So I'm walking out to my car. This is, okay, hold on. This has to be mentioned, too. They would make all the servers park really far away because they wanted all of the parking to be for customers, which I get. That's a pretty standard thing. 
But when you're a girl alone, because normally like everyone would get off at different times. It's not like we all were off work at the same time. So you're walking by yourself to your car. So I would always park far away. Um, And so this time, I think it was God, honestly, I got pretty lucky because we always had to park like up in the neighborhood in the street, like above the restaurant, probably like a quarter mile, half mile away. Give or take, up a big hill. So like really far away and you'd be totally screwed no one's gonna see you or hear you but this day I happened to park in the parking lot um didn't feel like walking I guess or I was late but it was (laughs) (laughs) but it was the opposite end of the parking lot still so still still a pretty long jaunt from the restaurant so I get all my stuff I'm walking out it's very dark and there's only a few cars left in the parking lot, and they belong to the people who work in the restaurant. Everything's pretty much cleared out. Folsom's like a family city, and so there's not really like a nightlife. So if it's past 10 p.m., there's not really anything going on. So it's probably like 10, 30, or 11. So I have my stuff. I'm kind of distracted, like on my phone, probably texting you. And I look up as I'm walking to my car, and I see like this just black hooded figure in the distance and I was like hmm that's super weird maybe he's walking to his car too he is on the opposite end of the parking lot like um from the restaurant and I can't tell what the person even looks like if it's a man or a woman it's just completely dressed in black sweats black hoodie maybe like a black mask because their face was totally blacked out or maybe it was just the, sh- the like um shadow from the hoodie because it was like dark this is pre-covid so masks were weird <laughs> yeah very <laughs> alarming so I was kind of like mm, that's super weird but I I don't know I was just like it, I, Folsom just doesn't seem like a place where like dangerous things happen and so I just was just a prison well you know so I was like you know he's probably just on a walk like a late night walk and you know whatever but then I see him like walking towards me so he's kind of like coming at me at this point not like walking through the parking lot or to a car and I'm like oh fuck he's coming at me so then I start walking a little bit faster to my car because I'm like at this point I'm more than halfway to my car and I'm further away from the restaurant so if I turn around and run he would catch up with me super scary because there's not really like a good situation so it's like do I run to my car which is running towards this person or do I run to the restaurant where he'll probably just catch up with me super and then he's behind you and you can't say anything so I decide to book it to my car so at this point I actually start running he starts running okay this is where I'm like fuck I'm about to die tonight So I run to my car, I quickly, I'm unlocking it, like as I'm running, I'm like pressing the unlock button, throw all my shit in there, don't put on my seatbelt, don't do anything, lock the doors, he's still running towards my car. I turn it on as fast as I can, and I back out, and as I'm leaving the parking lot as fast as I can, he's running after me trying to grab onto the back of my car. And follows me out. You should have ran him over. I know. How scary. Not just the sketchy parking lot situation, but that when I got to my car, that wasn't the end. He was fully ready to catch up, to grab on, to open a door, to come after me. So scary to have someone run after you and chase you. It was so 
stitches. It was so scary. So I called, so I'm in the car freaking out. I probably called you. I called my boss because he was still at the restaurant and I said, you have to go look for this person. This just happened. Don't let any of the other girls leave. And he's a pretty good sized dude. I mean, yeah, you'd fuck someone up for sure. And I was like, you have to just don't let the other girls leave. Have them be walked out. This was super scary. So once again, everyone was on the lookout. He called the police and no one could find him. Sketch. So sketchy. I remember when you got home, you were freaking out and I drove down there and like, we drove around the area for the longest time and trying to like find the person and talk to the chefs at Land Ocean and some other stuff. I'm literally shaking right now. I'm, like, amped right now. I want to go find someone to fight. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Got a little te- bit of whiskey in me. Like, let's fucking go. Telling these stories, I am shaking. It's, like, bringing back so much trauma and fear. It's crazy. Mm. All the endorphin. Or not endorphin. Yeah? No. No. What's it called? Hey, no, it's endorphins. Mm. You can have adrenaline endorphins. Adrenaline. adrenaline. That's what it is. So, yeah. That's let's, how. Let's go on a late night walk without the dogs. Fuck right that. Now. I'll, I'll put a bat in a stroller. You need to calm down. You need to calm down. Um. Anyways, we can take peanut. <laughs> that's uh. I mean, he might be little, but he'll fuck you up. He'll that's the story of how I was almost <laughs> attacked twice, abducted, stolen, assaulted. Thank the Lord that I was protected both times. I definitely believe that God looks out for us. The Bible literally says He has angels who are guarding us surrounding us and camping around us that they are f- protecting us they go behind and before us and those angels are working hard that night they're like bitch let's go <laughs> get in the car let's go um yeah well, our new guardian angel likes to fight what he's like six foot three you're making this up he was on steroids for a while oh no, scotty p Rest in peace. But he's our new guardian angel. Sad. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, he can protect me any day. <laughs> he's scary. Yeah, so uh, I'm alive still. That's good. That is good. But yeah, we got to get married. Don't... If you would have got abducted, abducted at 10, I don't know if you ever would have met me. That is very true. There's a lot of what ifs. So I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're alive. I'm happy you didn't get abducted. Thanks, babe. And you didn't get in any sketchy red cars. Ugh. You don't work at a restaurant anymore. Stay safe, don't die, you guys. Isn't that like a saying with the true crime people? Stay safe, don't die? I I think it is. I think, dun-dun. No, (laughs) definitely not. That's the Dolby sound. um yeah stay safe don't die uh make sure you guys leave us a review we would love to have our first podcast review that'd be so exciting on itunes or wherever you listen and uh go like us on griffin unfiltered podcast on instagram and if you liked this story true life then let us know we can expand and we can do some more true life stories it's called true crime true life there was no crime committed yet I know, but like, <clears throat> I have cookie in my throat. <clears throat> true crime is already taken. This is true life with the Griffins. True life. We do have some crazy stories. I've almost died like a few times. Like, I should be paralyzed right now from the neck down. That's another story for another day. All right. Cool. Well, guys, thanks for listening. I hope that this really brightens your week. Actually, that would brighten your I hope you get some laughs because we had a good time filming this. We enjoyed 
Um, if you want to see me get shot with some oh, yeah? spray. I'm going to put that in my stories tonight. I don't really know if I'm down for it, but fuck it. Oh my God. Watch. I'm going to like, they're going to vote yes. I'm going to go to pepper spray you and it's going to like spray me instead. <laughs> That's my nightmare. <laughs> Maybe I'll just duck it. Shoot me, duck. Haha, <laughs> we tried. Oh, I'm stressed. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that to you. We'll let the people decide. All right, guys. Have a good night. Stay safe. Don't die. Peace.